And now, Chewing the Fat Summer Sports Show with your host with the most, Bevan Jones. Well, g'day and welcome to another edition of Chewing the Fat. Today we're down at the SA Aquatic and Leisure Centre. Bevo joined uh, by a man who a lot of people know in South Australia and around Australia and the world now because in 2016 at the Rio Olympics he won gold. That's right, gold as an 18-year-old in the 100 metres freestyle. Unbelievable stuff. Cole Chalmers, great to have you on Chewing the Fat, hey, mate, mate. It's a pleasure to be on Chewing the Fat. I've, mate, uh, I've been trying to get you for ages, so it's an absolute pleasure to have you on, mate. So, um, but talk to us about 2016 as an 18-year-old, what it was like winning your gold medal and, of course, the media attention that received, you received um, at such a young age. How did you deal with it all? Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, I guess. I think um, my goal was firstly to make the Olympic team. Um, I was only obviously 17 at that point. Um, going into year 12 at school, and uh, it was looking like a big year both uh, education and obviously swimming. So um, kind of had to make the decision early on whether I was going to, I guess, go down the schooling path um, or go down the, the swimming path. And I obviously chose to put um, school on the kind of back seat for a while and did a little bit of things from home just so I could get my space, but um, chased the dream of obviously going to the Olympic Games and put as much effort and energy as I could into training and, and doing well. Obviously, making the team was really exciting, but um, getting over there and, and uh, into the experience, I think I'm a pretty relaxed sort of a person, so um, I didn't find it too daunting, which was good, and uh, it was obviously my first time racing internationally as well, individually, so it was a, a lot of, I guess, pressure really, but um, I guess I stayed cool, cool and calm and uh, managed to, to get the job done, which was nice. And uh, you were born in Port Lincoln, and obviously your dad, Brett, was a really good footballer with the Magpies, won a premiership with them, and played footy for the Power and the Crows as well. There's only a few guys that have done that, so well done to him for that. Um, but uh, how did you end up being a swimmer? And obviously you played a bit of footy in the juniors, but yeah, talk us through the Cole, uh, Cole Charmin story. So. Yeah. yeah, so I guess my dream growing up was to play AFL footy. Um, probably still is in the back of my head. It's like, uh, would love to be an AFL player. Um, but yeah, so started started footy as a four-year-old, went through the Oz kick and uh, it was about nine years old when I started swimming. And it was more so, I just saw it as a great way to keep fit, uh, I guess, during the footy off-season. So, um, yeah, played a bit of footy, did a bit of swimming, came across here. Obviously, growing up in Port Lincoln, there's not a whole lot of swimmers around. Uh, it's a town of about 15,000, so I ended up getting picked on this, the school swimming team and then Went from there to represent Lower Red Peninsula over in Adelaide um, without any training at that point and managed to slip onto the state swimming team just because they kind of needed a few country kids on the team. Um, so I was lucky enough to be that guy that I ended up going to Canberra a couple months later to compete at the Pacific School Games in 2008. Um, and from that point kind of took up swimming a little bit. I think, um, you know, swam maybe five or six times a week in Port Lincoln and um, still had that dream of playing footy. So. I guess it wasn't really until 2015 that I fully committed myself to swimming. Uh, made the World Championships team in in April 2015, but was like trying to play first 18s footy at school, the manual, because my dad was the coach. Um, so I remember making the team the weekend after coming back, playing a game of seconds, uh, and then the weekend after that, playing a game of first first 18s, which was a, a huge thing for me, getting my my hoop to manual socks, and um, we played PAC and. I kicked a goal in the first minute and I thought I was going to be on fire that day and uh, it was all looking pretty positive and then I um, went up for a ruck contest and kind of fell back on my wrist and um, cracked the bone in my wrist. So I got that strapped up and thought I'd be good to go back out there and then um, ended up in the last quarter going in for a tackle and did the ligaments in my ankle and some soft tissue in my knee so it was like well 
I can't really do pull in the water and I can't really do kicks. So I was a bit of a battle there for a while, but um, had, had a few people call me and say you've got to make the decision whether you're going to go down the footy, footy path and you know, you've already signed on to soon for Australia, so you kind of have to make the decision now and that's when I um, you know, pulled, pulled the kid on footy and started to focus, focus completely on swimming and obviously I've made, made the right decision to this point. Yeah, so there is like, you haven't completely written off playing footy down the track or? I think eventually I'll play footy in some capacity. I think it will most likely be country footy. Um, you know, I think I'm going to swim on for as long as I can now that there's, I guess, the International Swim League's come in, which is the new ISL, and it gives, uh, I guess, swimmers a, more of an opportunity to make money. Uh, and there's a few more international competitions that are coming up. So, you know, there's there's money to be made, I guess, now in swimming, which is good. Um, and it, I guess it will try, prolong swimmers' careers. Um, so I think I'll probably swim on for a little bit and then, and then yeah, look to play probably country footy and country cricket and play a little bit of basketball here and there as well. But um, it won't be anything too serious. I think by the time I'm done, I'll be ready to, to be um, yeah, relaxed and just, just enjoy sport for what it is. And you mentioned before the skin, so that just happened over there in Budapest. Talk us through that for those people that don't know how it, how it works and how it went over there as well. Uh, yeah, so the ISLs, um, so there's eight teams worldwide, so four European-based teams, four American-based teams. Um, each team competes in three competitions and the teams with the most points then progress on to the final which is in, in Vegas in December so it's an exciting I guess fast paced swim meet that's only over two days and both sessions are, there's no heats it's just straight finals it's all sprinting and it's all done within two hours so it's um, I guess rejuvenating swimming in a way because you know like the, the standard swim meet like world champs or Olympics is eight, eight to nine days um, Heats, semis, finals, so it's a long program. But this is just fast-paced sprinting, uh, which plays in my favour massively. So, so yeah, swam pretty well. Um, it was a good experience, and my team's in, into the into the final in Vegas in, in a month's time. So, um, just putting in the hard work at the moment. So I'm ready to go uh, in four weeks' time. Well, mate, that's going to be pretty challenging though to be in Vegas to try and focus on your swimming and not be not be partying away and gambling. It's going to be tough. Um, I'm a pretty committed sort of a person, I think, so I think I'll be um, pretty sweet until the racing's done, and then I think we'll probably have the last night to enjoy ourselves, which will probably be, you know, the last kind of chance we get to enjoy ourselves leading into the Olympics. So um, it's a nice, nice way to, to wrap up the wrap up the year, uh, wrap up the teams being a part of that team, and um, you know, then full attention will be focused on the Olympics. Um, you know, I think we start back training January the second, so. Six months of solid training until trials and then the Olympics and see how it goes. Good way to see out the, out the year, like you said. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, for those people that don't know, you've, you've got a partner who's also a swimmer doing great things for Australia, Maddie Wilson. Yeah. Talk to us through your relationship with her, um, how you support each other, and how you got to meet Maddie. Yeah, so I met Maddie in 2015 at World Champs in Kazan. Um, she did really well there. She got silver in the 100 backstroke uh, behind Emily Seabom, so the Aussies went 1 2, which was for me, I, I sat in the crowd pretty much the whole week. Whole week, I swam day one in the in the men's relay, and we didn't make the final, so I was kind of done for the next couple of week. Um, so I got to enjoy that experience, and then we both signed on with Adidas Swim um, just after World Champs in 2015, and we got to travel together a fair bit. Um, we did a few trips to Europe for sponsorship stuff, and I guess that's how we kind of got to meet. And um, she moved down April last year, and been a, I guess, really healthy thing for both of us. We've both, I guess, been able to help each other get to the next level in sport, um, you know, just with that support. And 
I know that um, probably before Matty, I probably wasn't like a overly healthy eater or a very clean person, but um, you know, those small things that can definitely help me, um, it's been good, and I think um, you know, I've helped her stay relaxed a little bit more, and which has is, which is helped her swimming. But yeah, it's a, it's a great thing, and she is doing really well, which is exciting. And who's been the biggest influence on your career so far, Kyle, and why? Uh, I'd have to say probably my coach, Peter Bishop, would be the biggest influence. Uh, I've been with him now since pretty well 2012. I probably started doing one to two sessions a week with him. Uh, I know moving to Adelaide was to swim with the Nord Swim Club, which was, he, was, he was a part of then, and then following him across to, to Marion. Um, and I know that without him, I guess I wouldn't have definitely got to the point where I am today. It's, he was quite good at um, allowing me to do, you know, footy as a young kid and still be able to fit in swimming. And um, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of examples I can give where Bish has given me the right advice to, to get me to the next level. And I know that our relationship's been been fantastic. And you know, I think um, obviously I'm the one that does the, the swimming in the pool. But I know that when I stand behind the blocks, I'm not only swimming for myself, but I guess the team around me. So um, it's quite rewarding, I guess, swimming well and. You know, getting these great achievements we can we can share together so um, I'm very lucky and I think will be you know definitely a, a coach that I have for quite a long period of time. And you mentioned before that he uh, doesn't mind a nice coffee or tell you'd like to stir <laughs> quite a bit with fish uh, so there's a bit of banter between you and the team? Yeah there's always a bit of banter which is good obviously we, we go for different AFL teams so that's always a good bit of banter but um, he does love a nice coffee so um, lucky you, you work for a nice coffee company so you'll be able to hook him up with a few on shore. Well, Kyle Charms, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on Tour with that, mate. Um, well done, obviously, winning that gold medal in 2016. And let's hope you can go um, one better again, or even so, back to back next year over there in Tokyo. So, Thanks, mate. That's the plan. Let's hope so. Fingers Welcome to another edition of Chewing the Fat. Today we're down at the South Australian Leisure... Oh, shit. Is it the, this is the Australian Aquatic Leisure Centre, isn't it? Shit, yeah. Sorry, Matty. I always suck that up. Oh, there we go. It's our Aquatic Leisure Centre. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You just read it. Well, g'day. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Alright, let's go. You're supposed to laugh at me, mate. <laughs>